Hey, hey, hey! How are you? Now, we have no Harry Potter or Star Wars celebrations today, but actually, we've got something even better. Today's focus on the podcast is all about two of the podcast's very favourite things. The first thing is all about our beautiful school. And the second and most important of all, it's all about you. It's Wellbeing Wednesday and we have such an important chat coming up as we continue to think about how we can really love ourselves and love those around us in this season that we're in. And there are two new games and some poetry from my all-time favourite poet. So, it's May the 6th, it's episode 8, Heathmount Family. Let's get on with the day. Welcome again to our third Wellbeing Wednesday, where we have a little chat with leaders in our school who are experts in how to keep your bodies, minds and souls happy and healthy. Now today, we have a true expert, someone who works tirelessly at the heart of the school in providing consistent, thoughtful, caring support of you all. She's part of the Wellbeing Dream Team, who uses her superpowers and gentleness to make sure that you all have everything you need in your toolkits to be the very best you can be. And she's a really, really amazing teacher too. Today on the podcast, we have Miss Thornton. Hello. Hello. Hi, Miss Ferguson. How are you? Oh, I'm really well. Thanks. Really well. It's lovely on this Wednesday. Did you know that today, the 6th of May, is we're actually halfway through this half term? Oh, no. And we've got a day off on Friday. Much joy. So um, you are going to um, be regretting a very nice email you sent to me um, before the Easter holidays, in fact, where you were just really uh, supportive of the podcast and lovely. And you suggested a game. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm going to just change things up a bit. You, you are the guinea pig, but it was also your idea. This game is called, well, you know all about it, but just for the listeners who can play along at home. Hmm. Uh, this is called, rule, is it? The five second rule, I think. Yeah, five second rule. Let's call it that. Um, and basically, you have five seconds to reel off three things in each category. So, for example, if I said favorite food, you would have to say, if you were me, fish, chips, and chocolate, something like that. But yeah. you've got five seconds. It sounds dead easy, doesn't it? Uh, but, you know, as these old games under pressure, that you're brilliant under pressure, you'll be fine. Um, these are all to do with school. So, um, you know, we are all missing school dreadfully just now. So Heathmount hat firmly on. Um, and uh, are you ready? No. Nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Let's okay. go. Okay, right. <clears throat> Five seconds. So three of each one of these things. Now, listeners, you won't be able to see, but I'm going to hold up my hands. Five, four, three, two, one. So Miss Thornton will know exactly when her time is up. First one. Three buildings at Heathmount. Um, the pack, the sports hall, and lower school. Oh, good start. <laughs> you should see. She's looking very, very relieved. Like, it's just like an Olympic final. I'm scared. Okay. Three 
subjects? Uh, English, math, science. One of them your own. <laughs> no, you teach Three it. Three of them when I teach. <laughs> okay. Three pupils in your form. Um, Hannah, Ava, TK. Well done. That was an easy one. Three lower school teachers. Uh, Mrs. Nightingale, Mrs. Jones, Mr. Kimberley. Oh, listen to this. Oh, I'm on it. I'm She's on, on it. it. She's on it. I'm going to have to make these a bit harder. Oh, no. Three things that we eat at match tea. Um, hot dogs, um, burgers. Teas are you going to? <laughs> Sandwiches. Oh, it's way out of the time. Sure. No, I was just thinking of all the delicious things that we normally get. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think what I see after games. <laughs> I know. Okay, you're doing well. You're doing well. Okay. Three choirs. Um, Fax, Woodhall, Chamber. That was too easy. Ooh. That was too easy. Um, oh, this is a hard one. Okay, I'm ready. That we play matches against. Oh, um, King Shot, um, Beechwood, Haleybury. Oh, just time. <laughs> Tell me three awards that we give out at the end of term. Um, Louis de Bois, um, Academic, and Head of House. <laughs> <laughs> Smarter status, awards. <laughs> I know that's a tough one. Oh, I'm ready. Three things that you miss the most. Oh, the children, the staff, and the beautiful grounds. Easy. Oh, that was an easy one, wasn't it? Very oh, easy. I think I could have had even harder ones in there because you were, as ever, completely in the zone with that. Five second rule. I love that game. That is coming back. That was a great debut. And thank you so much for. Oh, you're welcome. Um, so. You are um, obviously here as our head of well-being on Wellbeing Wednesday. Um, thank you so, so much for making the time to be on the podcast. I know that our um, listeners are going to be so, so thrilled to hear your calming voice and just giving us a bit of a, a steer with your well-being hat on about um, just any kind of top tips that you've got or, or things that you would just really like to say to our um, Heathmount family just now? So there's many things, but I've tried to bring it down to five. I know Mrs. Stewart was on uh, the Wellbeing Podcast as well, and she's given some pointers, but there's a couple of things I'd just like to remind the children about that will help them. Yeah, absolutely. I just think all of these things are, um, they're just like, um, like Mrs. Stewart and I were talking about hitting refresh. I don't know how many times you've maybe said to the kids in your sessions, just hit refresh and hopefully yeah. it'll come. And I think hitting refresh at the moment is such um, a valuable thing to do. And even though these are things that maybe um, we think we know, actually shining a light on them and thinking, you know what, this is going to help. Um, some days you're going to need to, to just hit refresh on a few of these things. So, so what's the first thing that you'd like to uh, share with us? Well, the first thing is a really obvious one, um, which is to eat well, really, whilst they're at home. The instinct is going to be to snack. I know I've been really bad for it, doing lots of baking, but I'd really like to encourage the children to eat well. And that's because it's really, really good for your mood. Your mind is affected by what you eat. 
So please try to eat as healthy as possible, drink plenty of water, and that will help to keep your body and brain feeling good whilst you are at home. I always sort of liken it to, um, you know, putting petrol in your in your tank isn't it putting Absolutely. petrol in your car you wouldn't run your car on empty yeah you? yeah fab that's great so yeah number one what's number two um so number two is really important and i want to encourage all of you to talk to others to actively engage with other people and talk to people when things are bothering you tell people how you're feeling and although it can be difficult at first talking to a friend or a family member or a grown-up you trust can really help yeah i think you know so important and i think just saying it out loud sometimes and absolutely you just don't really know why you're feeling the way you are but if you say it out loud it just seems to release I always think it's a bit like a balloon isn't it and then you can just let the balloon go and it's gone um but there is some real power in just um not looking for answers all of the time but just saying it out loud great so that's oh yeah so important so important um so we've got eating well communicating well what's our next thing um, the next one's a little bit of, it's slightly different, um, but I want you to remember to believe in yourself. We're not at school, so you haven't got your teachers as regularly around you, encouraging you, and I want you to believe in yourself. And if you're struggling with that, I want you to make a list of things that you like about yourself, and that could be anything. And if you're finding writing that difficult, I want you to ask yourself, if someone close to me was writing this list about me, what would they say? And I just think, talk about yourself the way you would talk about other people. You know, you would never say, you can't do it, or, you, you know, this isn't good enough. You would say, oh, good try, and well done, and um, you've got this, you know? Really, really important. So, um, yeah. I will yeah, number four, we're getting through. Um, this one's really important. Take some time to do something for yourself. Please take the time to refocus your brain and to glow because when we are doing things we love we shine and it glows out of us so make sure you're not forgetting to do those things that make you you take yourself off and find the time to do something for you that you enjoy that is so important mm. okay and we've got an extra day to do that this week as well, don't we? We do, yes. <laughs> Very exciting. Oh, it's the best. Great. Oh, I'm just trying to think of all the things that I want to do. Oh, I can't wait. Right, okay. Uh, and the last, the last super superpower and uh, item for our wellbeing toolkit today. Oh, a really obvious one um, is get plenty of sleep. I know that whilst we're at home, the instinct is perhaps to go to bed a little bit late. Our bodies need time to rest. They need time to repair themselves and you need time to relax. So ideally having a good routine during the week where you're going to bed at a reasonable time and waking up at a similar time each morning would be really beneficial for you. I think, I think it's tricky, isn't it? Because we're sort of in that school term, but also there's a little bit of holiday mode in there as well, isn't there? Because... Yeah. Sort, of a boot, a, a sort of foot in both camps and you know the, the normal rhythms aren't there and so maybe uh, you know going to bed a little bit later and not doing as many clubs or activities and things but yeah, it's just so so important so we have to take care of ourselves and our bodies because mm. well 
yeah, I could chat away to you all day, Miss Thornton. Thank you so very much for um, just sharing that with us today on the podcast. I know that, um, you know, Wellbeing Wednesday has become quite a, uh, a really important part of our Heathmount family at the moment. And, um, and you, of course, are such a big part of that. So thank you. Um, we are all from the podcast sending you lots of love. And we're just so looking forward to seeing you in person, hopefully very soon. Let's hope so. I miss <laughs> the children so much. Yeah. Well, um, take care. Um, and um, yeah, we'll maybe have you back on soon. And thanks for the game. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much, Miss Thornton. Such important direction given from our head of well-being. <laughs> now, there was one new game in her interview, which I will definitely be bringing back. And I'm delighted to say that the next game is also a podcast first. Actually got to thank my lovely dad for this one, as he brought this one out in our recent family quiz. And it's a cracker. So... Grab something to write with and see if you can help solve the many clues as we travel around our school. I will give you the first letter of the place where I am or the people that I see and you've just got to fill in the blanks. Now, don't get lost and I'll hopefully see you all back here when your mission is accomplished. Bye for now. Okay, good to see you. I have just had a really cool adventure in F.S. And then I walk out of the woods and I wave at lovely M, who is standing outside the P. I then wander past the S.P., wonder if I have remembered my kit for my lesson later on. And I then head towards my favourite place in the school, the P.A.C. I wander through the lovely, shiny, warm part of the P.A.C. And I head through the door into the L.S. To give a message to MN. I then walk through the Z and then I have a chat with the very stylish MP who is sitting at her desk. I then walk carefully on the path towards N. Forest School, then we waved at M, Matron, who was standing outside the P, Pavilion, and then wander past the SP, Swimming Pool, towards the PAC, Performing Arts Centre, and then go into the LS, Lower School, give a message to MN, Mrs Nightingale, I then walk through the zone, 
and speak to the very stylish MP, Mrs. Parfit, Nursery. Well, I'm now heading away from the lower school towards the nursery. I wave to MD and MG, and I wander past all the nursery children sitting in C and A. And next, I walk past the lovely smiley MD at her desk, and I go into the pre-prep H, where lunch is being prepared. Oh, it smells delicious. There I have a quick, lovely chat with M.T. And then I head to borrow a book from the M.R. Okay, now we're on to the second leg of our Heathmount adventure. I've walked away from the lower school and I'm now on the path towards nursery. I wave at MD, Mrs. DeCatney, MG, Mrs. Greer, and I wander in where all the nursery children are sitting in CNA, cherry, and apple. And next, I walk past the lovely, smiley MD, Mrs. Demacoli, and I go into the pre prep H hall where lunch is being prepared, and I then go to have a chat with MT, Mrs. Taylor. I go to borrow a book. This one's tricky. From the MR, the Merlin Room. In other words, the pre-prep library. The third and final leg. Let's see if we can all get through this adventure. Finally, I walk across the path from the nursery and down the YBR to the music block. I then walk through the C into the WR and through the BL. I wave at MG who is telling Snooker off for walking up the R. S, and reminding him that he has to be a member of staff or a prefect. You then walk past the SDR, past the stairs to the B, and past the beautiful PR, where there is a meeting happening. You smell the delicious food from the DR, And you say hi to M.E. and Reggie at the bottom of the stairs to B.B. You then walk past the G and across the path towards the S.H. And then you decide it's time to go and play in the M.W. Well done.
Now let's see if you have completed your third and final mission. You walk down the path of the YBR, the yellow brick road, and then you walk through the sea, the chapel, into the WR, the Watson Room, and through the BL, the Beaton Library. You then wave at MG, Mr. Gillum, telling that naughty snooker off for going up the RS, the Red Stairs. You then walk past the SDR, the Senior Dining Room, past the stairs to the B, the basement, and then past the beautiful PR, the print room. You then smell the delicious food from the DR, the dining room, and you say hi to ME, Mr. Elliot, at the bottom of the stairs to BB, boys boarding. You then walk past the G, the garages, and across the path towards the SH, the sports hall. You then decide to play in the monkey woods. Congratulations, mission accomplished. Did you manage it? Did you get lost? Do you think Snooker is still on the red stairs? <laughs> now I can think we can all take secret agent off our to-do lists as that was a very important mission that we all accomplished. Well done. Now, just a quick reminder, if you would like to be on the podcast in any of our games next week, if you are an actor, we still have time for you to sign up if you want to. So don't hold back. Sign up today and send me an email. Now, I mentioned earlier that the story today is from, from one of my all-time favourite writers. And the storyteller is also a firm fave of mine too. If you haven't met her yet, you're in for a real treat. Let's see what adventure we're going to step into next. Now... I feel like I have the secret key to a special Heathmount superhero that I get to teach with every single day. And you know, some of you might not even have had the joy of meeting her yet because she arrived into the Heathmount family just this year, but it feels like she has been with us forever. She's one of those people who gets things done, who smiles, who always has time for you, and she really, really knows how to get the very, very best out of everyone. It is the learning support's newest recruit, the lovely Mrs. Barley. Hi, Mrs. Barley. Hello. What a lovely introduction. Thank you. <laughs> I love doing these introductions, and I think... Oh, what a great job I have. Very good job. <laughs> Very nice, thank you. How are you? <laughs> good, thank you. Very good. So you have been kind enough to, I'm not sure if you volunteered or if I just didn't let you leave one of our meetings, um, <laughs> um, to do our reading today. And I really wanted to um, talk to you a little bit 
about some books because we probably spend a huge part of our job is talking to the kids about reading, reading with the kids um, and recommending books, enjoying books together. Um, we're getting a lot of requests at the moment, understandably, because there's so much time to read. So just really wanted to take this chance to pick your brain a bit about okay. what is good out there and what it is that you enjoy to read as well. So any favourites, any favourite books? Uh, from when I was younger, um, I read loads of Enid Blyton because Enid Blyton was the person to read when I was younger. Yeah. And I loved all her books and I remember reading them avidly. And um, Mr. Pink Whistle's Party, I think I read about 30 times because it's <laughs> the book I had at home and I read it all the time. And I loved The Famous Five and um, all those sorts of books. Um, My favourite Enid Blyton was Mallory Towers. Yeah, I remember. I, I had the story tapes and I would, I just would go to sleep listening to them and I, I think I wore them through in the end. They were so broken. Uh, and then I was lucky enough one time to actually visit the school that it was allegedly based on. And I just felt like I was, I'd entered into another universe. It was just amazing. Season. But yeah. something that you and I always recommend is having that ex reading experience where um you might read a bit mm -hmm. family might read a bit maybe you do a certain character and they do a different character or maybe read a chapter and then listen to a chapter as well so you're really um enjoying the story in lots of different ways and depending on what mood you're in you can access the story sometimes you just want to listen and that is a brilliant thing to do as well listening to stories isn't it Oh, I think, I think that's one of the biggest things that's come out just um, in recent years is the fact that you can listen to stories and you can listen on your phone and it's very accessible. Mm. And I think, like you say, you don't always want to sit and read a book, but I like to, if I go walking, I often like to listen to a book while I'm walking because I think just being outside is lovely anyway. I get asked a lot about if reading a book and listening to a book, if they are, you know, one is better than the other. What do you think about that? Um, I think it's good to visually read a book sometimes because it's for your, it really helps with your spelling mm. and um, punctuation and all the things that we are constantly trying to help our pupils with. Mm. But I think if you enjoy a book, I think you can do it in so many different ways. Mm. And I think if you enjoy a book by listening to a book, you're still going to learn things. You're still going to get um, the sense of, adventure by listening to different stories and listening to different characters mm -hmm. and I think that is lovely I think it's very nice to not always be looking at a screen or looking at um paper and things like that so I think I think there's a lot to be said for for doing it in different ways yeah I totally agree I think the um you know some of those are decoding of words and actually recognizing what words mm. look like is important on paper but on screens, but um, equally in, 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 in when that moment of stepping into that adventure and fueling your imagination, that can happen. That can yeah. happen. And in I think any sometimes it happens more if you listen as well, because mm. if you're listening, it's really intense. And a lot of the time when you listen to audio books, the voices that are chosen to read the books are always so lovely. Mm. And I think you can really, if you're laying in your bed or whatever, you can close your eyes and you can really visualize what's happening mm. probably a little bit more than if, if you, if you struggle to read yeah. and reading is a little bit of a chore, then actually listening to, um, to a book can really help you. 
So. Uh, yeah and that's why the podcast is so great because it gives people a slightly different uh, just tuning into a different sense uh, they don't have to look at anything they mm. just need to sort of relax and listen so uh, we're really thrilled that you are one of those voices that we're going to get to hear uh, what have you chosen to read to us today uh, I've chosen to read a couple of poems from my most favorite book I had when I was young and that is um, a book by Robert Louis Stevenson, a book of a collection of his poems. And this book I was given to by my nanny and granddad. Um, and I carried this book around for years and years and years. And the illustrations were just beautiful. Mm. And the poems I would read constantly. And I would just pick the book up, like you said about short stories. It was a situation where I could literally just pick up, read one poem and put the book down again. But the poems used to take me to all these different places and um and i would read them out loud i'd pretend i was a teacher when i was little and <laughs> teaching my class or i would pretend i was a mum reading to children yeah. and i used to love the sound of reading the poems out loud and i always felt that was whether it was good or bad i probably didn't read it particularly well but i used to love reading it so yeah that's what i've chosen to read today well the robert louis stevenson is as you probably know from edinburgh where i am from and the house that he grew up in is not far from where I used to live and I would walk past and there'd be a big plaque on the wall and I would think of him actually writing these poems sat up in his bedroom because so much of his poetry happened when he was at home alone well not alone but he was a, he wasn't able to go to school because he was quite mm -hmm. a well child wasn't he so all of these poems I just look at this house and I think wow what amazing things came out of here so I think that was the nice thing about the book is the poems I've chosen you can tell they're written as a child would see life and how you um like the 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 one i wrote um about bedtime in summer and the red, reading that one and it's just how you feel as a child oh. when you think the whole world is carrying on without you but you've been sent to you bed you're so angry food. don't you and so <laughs> robbed when you can hear playing and movement and uh, where this house is is a cobbled street in Edinburgh and I imagine it talks about the sort of horses going by doesn't it and you just you just feel like you know like there's definite FOMO going on there whereas definitely. when you get older when you get to go to bed early what a joy such a joy <laughs> oh, I'm just going to bed early that's great I'm going to bed and read and nobody's going to tell me off and all these kids are going I don't believe you just you wait oh Just it's you wait. joy when you can go to bed at nine <laughs> get to bed nice have a bath go to bed yeah. uh so i'm gonna leave you um to entertain us and enlighten us enlighten us and inspire us with robert louis stevenson's poem god bless and, yeah, and see you soon and i'll see you bye. soon bye. Bye. bye so the first poem i'd like to read is a poem called my shadow I have a little shadow that goes in and out with me and what can be the use of him is more than I can see. He is very, very like me from the heels up to my head and I see him jump before me when I jump into my bed. The funniest thing about him is the way he likes to grow. Not at all like proper children, which is always very slow. For he sometimes shoots up taller than an India rubber ball and he sometimes gets so little that there's none of him at all. He hasn't got a notion of how children ought to play 
and can only make a fool of me in every sort of way. He stays so close beside me. He's a coward, you can see. I'd think shame to stick to Nursie as that shadow sticks to me. One morning, very early, before the sun was up, I rose and found the shining dew on every buttercup. But my lazy little shadow, like an arrant sleepy head, had stayed at home behind me and was fast asleep in bed. My second poem is called Bed in Summer. In winter, I get up at night and dress by yellow candlelight. In summer, quite the other way, I have to go to bed by day. I have to go to bed and see the birds still hopping on the tree or hear the grown-up people's feet still going past me in the street. And does it not seem hard to you when all the sky is clear and blue and I should like so much to play to have to go to bed by day? Thank you so much, Mrs Barley, for bringing some of your childhood favourite poems to life. It was so wonderful to listen to. (laughs) And so Heathmount family, that's it for today. And actually that's it for this week as the podcast will be joining the country in their celebration of VE Day on Friday and will not be podcasting. Imagine what are we going to do with ourselves? So have a very, very well-deserved and wonderful long weekend, Heathmount family. And I'll see you back on Monday. Stay safe. Look after yourself. Look after each other. And know just how much we believe in you. Bye for now. Missing you loads. <laughs>